0: Of with Sonar. I'm your host, Luke Falaska. Kyle Taylor will be joining shortly. Got a couple of technical issues on his end there. That's that Florida internet for you, but no worries, folks. We're here for you today. And today's a very exciting episode because we're going to actually be covering the most recent release in the Sonar lineup called Track Market Dashboard. So the Track Market Dashboard, for those that weren't around last week, last week we had our uh, fully F3 Uh, live event. It was a virtual event, and it went absolutely fantastic. Virtual event, saw so many different elements of industry leaders there. I heard for some great keynote speakers. It was absolutely fabulous. And one of the things that Freightways released uh, or announced was the launch of the track race. Now, for those that aren't familiar, the track market dashboard is going to be our near real-time spot. So the fastest, most updated spot truckload rates on the market. Uh, as well as the most uh, uh, full service, fully covering in terms of market share uh, uh, dashboard as well. So it's very going to be very very exciting to take a look at that. And we will take a look at that in just a minute. Um, as we're waiting for Kyle to get get dialed in here, uh, you know something that I think is very important for us to understand when we look at these spot rates here, and we we think about when we think about truckload market as a whole, right? The truckload market is incredibly fragmented, and that's something that causes a lot of volatility in the freight world. One thing, there's obviously many others, but it's incredibly dictated by supply and demand. You have a lot of backhaul markets, and then you have some markets that are incredibly tight, very headhaul. And that causes a lot of imbalances in the freight market. And you can have rates going you know, $3 a mile almost into Florida, and then you could have rates under $1 a mile coming out. And that's just the reality of it. So because of that, you need to understand the real-time movement in pricing. Uh, I'm a big believer in supply and demand moves first and then pricing follows. And in the sonar tender data that many of you are familiar with, we have that. Now we're just adding that next piece, which is okay. We understand supply and demand moved. Now how much of an effect did that have on pricing? Well, now we're delivering that to you in the form of these track spot rates. And for those that aren't familiar, the track spot rates um, are are really derived. It's a data set that's made up of contributors. We're working with some of the largest players in the spot market, some of the largest 3PLs in the United States, and basically taking their data in real-time or as close to real-time as possible, and it's feeding inside of Sonar so that we can display the most real-time truckload spot rates. Um, And the beauty of this, and what's very different from this from some of the uh, other products on the market that do this, some other rating tools, is you're able to see these loads as they're being covered, So what did that broker, what did that 3PL have to pay in order to get the load covered, to get a truck to agree to move it? So you're looking at it before the load picks up, as opposed to other traditional tools, you're looking oftentimes 7 to 15 days later because you have to wait until after the load gets delivered, after the invoicing has been completed. So it's a much longer process. And that gives you the ability to see the real-time movement in the pricing. Because if you're looking at something that's two to three weeks old, the market's changed. It's moved on, especially in a volatile market like we're in today. And that's where the real value of these track spot rates is. It's understanding the movement of those. So if you're a carrier, it's understanding, is there still is there money that I'm leaving on the table? What have other carriers been paid from brokers? Or if you're a 3PL, it's understanding, hey, do I need to quote more on this load because it looks like the price has gone up. I want to make sure I protect my margin. Or on the way down, is this a lane that's softened, and I now am able to pay carries a little bit less because trucks are not as in demand as they once were, perhaps. And those are the things we're going to take a look at, and that's where the real value of these track spot rates come. And what we're going to take a look at here in a moment. So um, I guess without further ado, let's go ahead and throw up the first uh, the first screen here. I believe we're going to look at the Los Angeles uh, market here. Uh, so let's we'll do a quick quick uh, screenshot of the uh, of the actual tool. And we'll walk through it together here. Um, excellent. Okay. So here's a perfect example here. Great snapshot of everything that's going on. And uh, let's see here. All right. Fantastic. So this is Los Angeles to Dallas. Everybody's familiar with this market. Okay. And you'll notice in the top, we're looking at van. You'll see a toggle between van or reefer. For those that move flatbed, Flatbed is coming. We're going to add that in Q1 of next year. or That's the anticipated date. Subject to change, but it's looking like Q1. We are collecting a lot of flatbed data currently. It's just not displayed in the system. So in case those are wondering, don't worry, folks. who move a lot of flatbed. We haven't forgotten about you. It's in the process. Uh, it, we were able to get Van and Reefer out a little bit faster, and we wanted to push the tool out before we waited another couple months before releasing it uh, with flatbed. So it is coming. I uh, haven't forgotten about you. But in this case, let's walk through it here. So Los Angeles to Dallas in terms of functionality of the tool, I'm going, I imagine it's, it's very similar to tools that you work with, right? I type in an origin zip code or city, I type in a destination zip code or city, and it displays all of the information and data that we see there on most of it on the bottom right-hand part of the screen. We'll, we'll look at some of those different nuances there. You probably see, if you look at the kind of the middle section of the screen there, it says track spot. There's a little bit of a drop-down box there. All right, let's focus there, right? You'll notice it says current rate of 4.11 per mile. Let's talk about that. So 4.11 per mile, where did that come from? You know, what is that based on, right? Because anybody can display a rate, but at the end of the day, a rate is only as good as the data that actually powers it, okay? so in this particular case, we've got 4.11 per mile there. We'll see a high end of 4.24 and a low end of 3.92, right? So a fairly tight range about a 5% of spread between the high and the low. Now, a current range of 4.11 per mile, uh, one thing we'll notice, and this is very important, if you're if you're a broker or a 3PL, something that's very important to you is you want to know, hey, if I were to quote this lane, it's all about margin. Am I going to make 10%, 20%? And in order to know that, you need to know what you're going to have to pay a truck. Well, this is the perfect example or tool for that, because that 4.11 is what you're going to pay to the truck. Now, Based on the sample size, if you remember earlier, we have all these contributors that are coming and supplying data to the market dashboard, right? Again, think of the largest 3PLs in the world that have the largest uh, spot databases. They're here, and they're giving their data in here, tapped in, in real time, a a complete copy of their data. So it's not a sample. It's everything. So that way we can compare apples to apples. So in this particular case, you've got 411 per mile. Now you'll notice directly to the right of that, you'll see a little bar there called confidence score. The confidence score represents how precise we believe you're going to be able to pay that exact rate there. So in this case, 411 per mile. All right. So it says it has a high confidence score of five. We believe that you should be able to pay in that number very close, about as close to it, and it should be very, very consistent. And I believe. We just had Kyle join in here, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct, Kyle? Can you hear me? <laughs> oh, look at him. Look at him. He's here. He's folks, he's not look even wearing his with sonar polo. Oh,
1: he's got it's, the stash it's, under going it's under here.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah, I appreciate problem. you not putting it on. I was ashamed for you to wear the same thing I'm wearing here. I mean, just show up when you want to, why don't you? I'm sorry. You know, I shouldn't make jokes. We all have technical difficulties from time to time. It was me last week with the sound. So I need to to check myself a little bit. But Kyle, thanks for jumping on here. I've been rambling on for eight minutes straight. I don't even know how to stop talking now that you're in the call. I just keep going. How are you?
1: Well, I mean, for those who watch the show consistently, know that you don't know how to stop talking. Um, So uh, with that in mind, I'm sure it was just business as usual. But I think our leadership will be... Would appreciate, I think George would appreciate that I was fashionably late because I'm trying to close business over here. At the end of the day, Luke, it's not, uh, you're not, uh, your title's not with Sonar co host. Kyle, it's not with Sonar co host, it's Sonar account executive. We're trying to make some money
0: over here using Sonar. I don't know what you're talking about, but I only work the 30 minutes a week that I do with Sonar. I don't do anything else here at FreightWaves. In fact, now that we – I actually work less. They trimmed the show down. What is it now? 24 minutes? 23 minutes? They thought I was working too much. Yeah, (laughs) 22. 22 minutes. 26, whatever the number is. It's less than 30 now. I, I was working too much. I mean, talk about so, the uh, the dollar per hour that
1: you work. I mean, that what a what a, an accomplishment you've been able to uh, to have by working. I don't, What's that? Uh, Forty hours a year.
0: Yeah, approximately. Fifty-two divided by yeah, two? About about twenty-six. About twenty-six hours uh, a year, maybe slightly less because there's, there's a there's a there's a few events in there when when we don't have shows. But yeah, it's tough. You know, I mean, it's tough. You know, I mean, not everybody can do what I do. <laughs> yeah, well, get, get get me up to speed. Where where are you
1: at? What what do we got? So- where are we
0: at? Okay, so you know, I was I was I was trying to break down the value of track first for the people. Okay, like, Kyle, is this just another rating tool? I've got ten thousand of those. My TMS has rate analytics. I've got truck stop. I've got DAT. I've got chain analytics. I've got green screens. I've got. I mean, Luke and Kyle, how wh- how is this different from any other tool in the market? That's what I was talking about. So, Kyle, they heard my spiel give him your spiel all
1: right so you really want to understand from the superior brain big brain kyle compared to little brain luke definitely i got you so i think really the the biggest piece of it is that what is freight waves known for and i'm using the italian hand i'm not used to having to do this from my my cell phone so it's a it's a little bit different but i think it's the methodology At the end of the day, in order for FreightWaves to put their name, their brand on something, you know it's going to be big. You know it's going to be bad. And so with the 525 rule is probably what a lot of uh, our viewers are going to start hearing a lot. If you are interested or if your customers that are using track already, you know that for us to contribute on a lane and what we wanted to have with that is the most transparency possible with that rate. So with the 525 rule, it allows us to have a standard, unlike some others that really don't have much standards. Um, so five twenty five means for every lane that we pull, we can have to we have to have a minimum of five contributors on that lane. Along with the five contributors, no one contributor can have more than twenty five percent market share on that lane. So you can't be the big dogs up in Chicago or like, you know, you, you just do this so well and you, you have so much volume that you're just going to dominate that lane and give a misrepresentation on that rate. And so at its core, that's numero uno. Numero dos is what we call metadata. And it's not just some fancy word because we heard Mark Zuckerberg use it when he was describing meta and whatnot. Um, but what this provides our customers Let, is let's more go ahead. insights into out. what...
0: Time out. Let's, let's throw it on the screen. I think it'll help folks if they have a visual when we're talking through it, you know, I they mean, just, you know, I think me.
1: everyone's I'm... just just looking at my mustache is pretty much what's happening.
0: Listen, <laughs> listen. Okay. There we go. Yeah. Look at that. That's pretty. I'm the slowest guy here on mm. the, uh, I'm the slowest guy on the call, but all right. So we've got, we've got some good things here. So you've got, um, okay. So you've added the track rates and a scientific here on this particular screen right so we've got chicago so let, let's let's look at the drop down arrow option that we had had a minute ago
1: here let's okay. add a quick lane oh, so we'll add those just a right quick a lane, quick lane. atlanta
0: um, to memphis yep
1: atlanta salt lake memphis something i don't know um and right, so here's what we got it's gonna uh, initially take you to that capacity map and then that drop arrow that drop down arrow gives you that metadata so Luke, you're, you're the Bitcoin guy. You're the crypto, you're the meta. Tell us a little bit about the metadata. What are you seeing
0: on that? Yeah. So, so listen, the the metadata here is, is really to give somebody, uh, somebody a voice in how they control the pricing, right? So you see that 285 a mile there under the current track spot rates, um, so pretty pretty strong, but there's a confidence score of three. So basically, what we're saying is, hey, 285 a mile. We've got a confidence score of three. It's not saying that that 285 a mile isn't a very strong average of what we are seeing from our contributors over the last 24 hours, right? We do believe that is the rate. But the problem is, is we're seeing a lot of folks paying more than that. We're seeing folks paying a lot less than that. So because of that, there's a bit of a spread, and we want to be we want to tell you that, okay? Uh, and we want to provide that transparency to you so that you can understand, like, hey, 285 is a strong average, but there, there there's a bit of a spread. Basically, folks are paying higher and lower. Uh, not a huge spread, but there is a spread. Uh, so because of that, that allows you to have a little bit more leverage when you're understanding this. And and if you see there, um, if you also notice the lane score in the in, in kind of the, the the left part of the map, you've got a score of 53. That's all about capacity. Basically, the higher that number is, the, the tighter capacity is or the more difficult it's going to be to cover. The lower it is, the less difficult it's going to be to cover. So this is a 53, so a slight advantage to the trucks. So the way I would read this, I might have a little bit of difficulty covering this lane, not a significant amount, but a little bit. And, and that might go into the confidence score as well. So because the confidence score is only a three, basically that's probably why we are seeing a, big, a bit of a spread between what some of these uh, uh, 3PLs that are contributing data here are having to pay so And, and that, a lot of that goes into that lane score there. Basically, they're having a little bit cover, more trouble uh, covering it uh, than normal. So some folks are probably paying on the lower end that have really good relationships. Some folks are probably paying a little bit on the higher end that their relationships may not be quite as strong or dense in that particular lane.
1: No, that's exactly what I would have and, said is that if, if I see that big spread and it's not that difficult of a lane, that's all that it tells me is that it's very relationship-driven on this lane because that low and high is so far apart. Um, And and remember, this is also – so track is taking data in as it's being confirmed by the carriers. So when those rate cons are being executed and those carriers are getting – Getting put on those loads. That's when we're capturing that data. And so when you try, when you're trying to understand, like, oh, what is the most up to date rate possible? This is it. And and so the very on top of that, not only do we not have to wait till it settles out, invoices out, um, but we now have the most up to date tender data along with the most up to date rating data. And putting this into a market dashboard with what we see, Luke, I mean, you remember me and you are, are similarly tenured here about just over two and a half years here at FreightWaves. Yeah. And it's been a blessing to really see that we don't have to just look at OTVI and ITVI and then look at tender rejections compared to on that on a chart. And look, capacity is getting tighter. Rates are going up. We now have it all in a single area. I mean, this is just you don't have to go anywhere else. You can live right here and be able to to put all this data in. If you want to integrate these lane scores, you can do that. If you want to integrate these track scores into like a TMS, you can do that. I mean, so this just opens up a world of opportunity for brokers to just be more efficient.
0: So I think we're skipping over something uh, pretty important here and that I am actually – I'm I'm more senior than you are. So I just – I want to make sure that you set that record straight. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, see, uh, yeah. you know, what, cause that, what, that's, we don't want to, we don't, we don't want to mislead the people. Okay. Um, we want to make sure that they are able to compare apples to apples. And since I'm obviously an apple and yep. you're, I don't know, maybe like an asparagus or something that's wilted. Um, you know, we want to, we want people to be able to understand the, those differences. So I think it's important that we just distinguish yep. that right off the bat before we let people, you know, make a very uninformed decision. And that's, we're all about transparency, Kyle. So I just want to make sure I'm being transparent in that. And I'm going to keep talking so you don't really have a chance to rebuttal.
1: (laughs) Oh, no, 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 no. We're not going to let that happen. We're not going to let that happen. And in efforts of being transparent as well, please, I want everyone to know that who writes these descriptions when you see these pop up on your feed for Luke and Kyle Luke and Kyle. It's always Luke and Kyle. It is Luke Velasco over here that writes all these descriptions. You never once see a Kyle and Luke over here.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you know, I mean, that's 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 part of seniority, right? You know, you, you list the CEO of the company first, and then you know, eventually, when you find time, you you list the the sonar account executive. So, um, you know, which I, I am. So I kind of just threw myself under the bus at the same time of trying to compliment myself. See, that's a that's a that's a challenge I run into. But nonetheless, transparency is the name of the game here. Um, but we, we've we seen a lot of changes here with Sonar. We've seen a lot of changes. Um, and, and and this is – I'm excited for this one. I'm excited for it. Uh, Kyle, but I want you to tell, tell me why you're excited because I know – you know you and I have probably seen all very similar changes with the product, right? We've seen we, – we started with the tender data. We saw the release of the FreightWave Scientific Predictive Rates – uh, then we saw them launch it for Van. We saw Lane Scorecard. We saw SCI, right? We've seen Lane Manager on the API side. We've seen so many releases here. What about this one? Do you think is I guess how does it how does it differ from some of the other ones apart from the obvious data differences? But like, you know, who who's really going to benefit from this the most?
1: I think the person that is going to benefit the most is your average Joe, and I, I want to be very cautious with how I say that. Because sonar has always been an application that catered towards the analyst. And let's be real, Luke. I ain't no analyst. You're not an analyst by any means. I mean, you can barely read left from right. But this gives the True. average person, the broker, the operator in the space that maybe doesn't have a ton. You don't need to have a data science degree like sometimes people felt when they were looking at sonar, having to look at the charts, correlation matrices, all of these different algorithms and things that were that we had put out now someone can take this and simply see okay lane score high or low in the middle okay cool equilibrium next rates confidence score okay so closer to one all right bigger spread all right well i'm that is going to be the times that i may need to actually go call some carriers because it's upon me as the individual it's my carrier relationships i would rely more on my internal metrics And then you have those rates where, oh, I know exactly how far out, I know exactly what geography, I know exactly how many loads, I know exactly what time span is being pulled on here. And so now I know all this data with all while being able to look at this within about 10 seconds. And so I can formulate a thought, a very articulated thought. And underneath that lane score, it simply says origin, loosening, tightening, staying the same, destination, loosening, tightening, staying the same. So now, if I have customers that are like, Kyle, you've been, your rates have been, where Where have you been? What are you seeing? You can actually articulate that without ever leaving the market dashboard. I think that exact, is exactly, and it doesn't matter if you're a carrier, doesn't matter if you're an owner-operator, doesn't matter if you're a broker or a shipper, you can see this and be able to validate things extremely quickly, unlike anything else that has been presented in the market up to today.
0: Yeah. No, you're you're spot on there, and I absolutely love how you how you said that. Right? It's 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 giving the 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 person on the other side of the screen now the ability to articulate it. Right? You know, and this is something I said earlier before before you jumped on when you when you were too busy talk to talk to people like us. But the um uh but but anybody can put a rate on a screen there's no value in just having a rate on the screen without having some type of understanding of how it got there and, 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 and its purpose, right? So if I put a rate on the screen and it's based off of one contributor, two contributors, three contributors, whatever the number is, right? That's not helpful. If I don't know that I need to know how many contributors I need to know, you know, is one contributor throwing off the whole average, right? Like, I I don't want to work off of Ch Robinson's data pro- if their data weights way too heavily towards my rates my rating tool. Chances are they can buy capacity way lower than I can if I'm just you know a bro- like a, an average broker. When I say average, I basically mean you know I'm not JB Hunt, I'm not Ch Robinson, right? You know it, if I, 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 I that's not helpful. I want to be able to compare something that's a little bit more more close to me, and that's where that 525 rule comes in. And, and we tell you that and we tell you what we had to do to get that 525 and that 525 for those that are just tuning in is minimum of five contributors and no one contributor can have more than 25% of the volume on the lane. In other words, it doesn't matter if C.H. Robinson owns a lane. Let's say their contributor, for sake of example, uh, you know, we're not going to let their, their rates totally overweigh or outplay the entire you know, database on that lane right? We're going to, we, we will force ourselves to leverage others. And we're going to tell you when we do that, and we're going to tell you what we had to do to make that happen. And, and that's where the real value is. You know, you, you have the ability to go above and beyond, um, which I'm really excited for. Um, Kyle, what's been the response from folks that you've talked to? You know, what, what have you been hearing from folks? Because I know the tool's only been released about a week, but what have you been hearing?
1: Yeah. So I, again, because we lay out these rules is what we'd say, you know, these right. 10 commandments of of what we are offering for a rate, it now gives the users in the space an ability to measure their their error. So whereas before, where you've done it, I've done it, I grew up in a brokerage space that pretty much said, Kyle, here's a dat login. AE, it's or IE, it's technically not even in my email address, but here's a login. And what you're going to do, if you, here's a hundred leads, you're going to call. And if anyone wants you to ship, lucky you, pull up the rate and debt, add 20%, send it on its way. And now in a space where, okay, well, it didn't take me long to figure out that, oh, I won that. All right, cool. Hell yeah. Well, let me get it to my carrier team. Carrier team comes back and goes, Kyle, you are, you're a lunatic. What are you looking at? What are, you offered? What? and all of a sudden i'm going back to my customer and saying hey um i quoted you wrong i need more money like so that's what you were playing off of because you didn't have any rules you didn't know so like for for someone who's new in the space this now gives you really easy way to be a logistics professional and and i love that because if we're if we're wrong we're going to give you a low confidence score, you're going to see, oh, well, they had to take 200 miles for a demographic, or not demographic, but for a geography. And you see that the times backed out this much time. At least you know that. And then you can at least use the lane score, you can use the tender data, and you can see all that from one thing. So that's that's what's jacked me up a little bit. And that's some of the feedback that I've received is that now their errors, their margin for like missing are now minimized. Now they know exactly what's going, in, going on. And so yeah. So that's what I got. There's a big old spiel. There's story time for you. Um, I'm mesmerized by my own mouth. mustache, to be honest.
0: So it's okay. Nobody else is. I think our it. viewership numbers are actually, our, it, it was really weird. I was seeing our viewership numbers in the top left corner, and they were really high when I was by myself. And then as soon as you came on, they tanked it down. So uh. yeah, just like spiraled, <laughs> yeah. absolutely spiraled. Uh, Absolute nose yeah. job. Anyways, folks, we're right at the end. Uh, of time here. Thank you for joining us. We'll be here next week uh and we'll show you uh, uh another in-depth version of the dashboard of tracks power. Let us know if you're interested and in otherwise have a fantastic rest of your day.